welcome back to Part Short Convos. I am Maddie Mitchell and I am your host today and always because, well, quite frankly, this is literally my podcast, so who else is going to host it? Happy freaking Monday. I hope your week is off to a fabulous start and you're feeling like, oh my God, is this going to be the best week of my life? I hope that's your thought process right now, and I don't think that's too much to ask for, honestly. I hope you had an amazing weekend. I hope it was full of rest and relaxation or maybe like really fun plans with friends and family and busy, happy, busy chaos. I don't know what you're into. I don't know what your ideal weekend looks like, but I hope that's what you just had. Um, I can't believe it's already October 23rd. I think I brought this up last week, but just like the general fleeting passing of time is something that is kind of keeping me up at night if I'm speaking my truth. And I cannot believe how late we are in this month and this year. Um, if you're a Halloween girly, if you love Halloween, I'm so happy for you as we approach, as we swiftly approach Halloween and Halloween. I personally am not a Halloween person. I like, I like it, but I'm just not like a, you know, Halloween people, they lo- they love Halloween. And I love that. I love when people get like so passionate about holidays. Like I love driving by people's houses and they have so many Halloween decorations out in their yard. I think that's so fun. I love when people just like really get into the into the spirit of the season and get super festive. That's so fun. I am already in the Christmas spirit if I'm speaking my truth. Not like full blown. I'm not like listening to Christmas music yet necessarily or um, you know, like watching Christmas movies, but I, I've started to buy some Christmas presents and I've started to kind of just be thinking, thinking happy Christmas thoughts and just like getting cozy. Like I love being cozy from now until like January 1st. And then I decide I'm so over this actually. Can we, can it be summer again? Um, so right now, right now I'm like thriving in this like coziness and just kind of basking in this premature Christmas spirit. But anyways, this week's episode is about unpopular opinions. And oh my God, do I have so much to say on this topic alone. But before we get into that, which I I did heavily allude to on the podcast Instagram story, just another great reminder that I've accidentally made the podcast Instagram story kind of a, a close friend story, if you will. So feel free to go follow that. But before we get into all of that, let's jump into peak and valley of the week. Uh, For me, my peak of the week, and you might have seen this if you followed me on Instagram, you would have seen this. I, last weekend on Sunday, I made boeuf bourguignon, which I was so excited about. If you don't know what that is, it's a French recipe. It's essentially kind of like a like a beef stew that has it's cooked in red wine and it has um like mushrooms and bacon and it's so freaking good and like julia child's version of this recipe has become like the most popular especially amongst americans but i've wanted to make this for so long i don't know why i well i love cooking i've always loved cooking um and i love trying new fun recipes next up is going to be ratatouille i'm really excited to make that but I made boeuf bourguignon and it took forever. It took a really long time, but it was so fun and it was the literal best meal I've ever made. It was so fucking good. And that was just like a really, a really good, wholesome way to spend a Sunday afternoon, if I'm speaking my truth. And it just was, it was definitely worth it in the end. I did. So it's typically served over like mashed potatoes and I made homemade mashed potatoes to go with it but I was watching this video of this like chef on TikTok who made a really good a really good looking I should say boeuf bourguignon and she 
the mashed potatoes that she made looked so fucking good and she had a video that had her recipe for mashed potatoes so I made those and it was all about how to make them like super like creamy and kind of like restaurant restaurant quality I guess and her like secret to to these amazing mashed potatoes was to like you cook them out, you cook the potatoes and then you push them through a mesh strainer to get them like so fine. And that was like the biggest arm workout of my life, but they were actually the best mashed potatoes I've ever had literally ever. Um, so it was totally, it was worth the arm workout for sure, but that was such a good meal. And it was, um, it was just amazing, an amazing experience. So that was my peak of the week, my valley of the week. Oh my God, so glad you asked. I posted a TikTok about this yesterday, but I'm sure so many of you didn't see it. So I just wanted to wanted to recap something that happened to me the other day. I was at, as I mentioned last week, in, in my valley of the week, the Starbucks that I typically go to is closed and it's really depressing. And so there's this one Starbucks that's inside of a grocery store. And so now whenever I have to go to the grocery store, I decide to go to that grocery store instead. So I can also get Starbucks. Um, and so I was at said grocery store getting some things that I was going to make for lunch. And then I got Starbucks and I got in my car and I went to drive home and I was driving home and it was like, 10 30 in the morning so it's like you know not a lot of people on the roads because most people are like working and like have jobs and are at their jobs and I'm driving down this pretty main road and I'm going like 40 miles per hour I think that's roughly the speed limit like 35 40 and all of a sudden this car backs out of a driveway of a house that's on the street and they back out so fast like I've never seen someone back out of a driveway so fast and they just completely cut me off and they're blocking the entirety of the road. And so I'm I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Luckily, I was able to see them start to back out. And so I was able to slam on my brakes and I was like laying on my horn because I'm so confused as to what this person's doing. Um, and I thought it was going to be maybe one of those things where you like, you know, if you're backing out and you like genuinely don't see someone um, and then they lay on their horn and you're like, oh, fuck, like my bad, you turn and look at them and you're like, you know, I've had that happen where people will cut me off and then they look at me and they like actually seem so scared slash apologetic because it's clear that they didn't even see my car, which is terrifying, by the way. If like you if you've ever done that and you're like, oh, my God, I, how did I even miss that entire vehicle that is on the road? That's scary. I was kind of expecting that to be the case, but I was also confused because this was like a very short driveway that was like right on the edge of the, like it was right on this road. It would have been so easy to see me coming. And so I was kind of like, what is this person doing? And he just keeps backing up. And so he eventually turns and looks at me. Now he was backing up to go the opposite direction that I was going. And so his car is kind of like angled towards mine. And he seemed to be really upset with me laying on my horn. Now, granted, I had been, (laughs) it had been like a few seconds because I, as soon as he started to back up, I was laying on my horn to be like, Hey, I'm here. And then he just like kept doing it. And that obviously pissed me off because it's like, he didn't, he didn't pull back into his driveway when he realized that there was a car coming. But like I did eventually end up stopping beeping at him (laughs) when he turned and got out of his car. He just stepped his, his feet on the, on the ground next to him and he exited his vehicle 
And I was so fucking scared. I've never been that scared. Um, I also am like a person who's generally like very um, aware of my surroundings and like super perceptive. What I'm trying to say is I'm paranoid. <laughs> like I'm always, I'm always on the lookout. I'm always on the defensive, I guess. Like I'm always afraid. So for me to have like laid on my horn and that's like, I truly did not think that this was going to be an unsafe situation is kind of what I'm getting at. Like, I'm not stupid. I don't like go around getting into like road rage incidents with like, you know, big scary men in pickup trucks. Like I'm not dumb. I'm able to like perceive danger. You know what I mean? But this was like, to me harmless. I'm like, this guy's just backing out of his driveway. I'm in like a very, very safe neighborhood on a very main road. Um, we just happened to be the only two around at this point in time. But like, to me, this wasn't dangerous. If that makes sense. Like it was broad daylight at 10 30 in the fucking morning. Um, but th- when this guy got out of his his car, I was like, holy fuck. I've never felt so scared because I was like, what is he going to do? He was clearly like unhinged. Like I've never seen a person have this response to someone beeping at them when they were the ones that cut me off. Like I'm so confused. Where is your anger coming from? Where is your, where did this come from? From me laying on my horn? Wh- okay. Because you totally cut me off and I could have genuinely T-boned your car. Like, you're lucky I was paying attention. Otherwise, you might not be here right now. Genuinely. Um, So that was really fucking scary. And all the while, which this was funny, but I wasn't able to appreciate it in the moment because I was so scared. He, He left his car running. So his car was still in reverse and it's going, it's like rolling backwards, right? And he was only out of his car for like a a couple seconds. Like, I mean, this all happened so fast that I have like actually no perception of like how long he was out of his car. But, um, oh God, I was so scared. But anyways, his car's rolling backwards and he left his door wide open, like the driver's side door wide open. And he, he never actually like came towards my car, which thank God, but also like, I don't, I don't know what the threat was of like getting out of your car necessarily, you know what I mean? But Um, Because he stayed close to his car, I guess, because also if you're standing and I'm in a car, if I'm equally unhinged, like I literally could have just run you over with my car because you decided to exit your car and and stand in your human form right in front of me. So like in that sense, like I could have done more damage, I guess. But he stayed close to his car. And so his car's rolling backwards and the door is wide open. And so the door is obviously moving backwards, you know, with the car. And it kept kind of like hitting him. And so he kept kind of like stumbling because the car door kept hitting him because his car's like swiping him backwards, essentially. Like this man was so angry. He got out of his car to yell at me and to gaslight me because he was blaming me for this somehow in some way, shape or form, even though I have the right of way in that situation every single time. He thought this was my fault, but he gets out of the car to yell at me and then he starts getting hit by his own car. Like what? Like that is so funny. But again, I wasn't able to appreciate it in the moment. Luckily, right behind my car was another driveway, right? And so I was able to back into this person's driveway and then turn my car around because he's blocking the entire road. Um, So I couldn't like go around him and keep going the direction that I was going. I had to turn around if I wanted to leave. And I obviously did want to leave because this man was standing on his two feet on the middle of the main road and accosting me. So I turn around I'm like, hey, Siri, play Getaway Car by Taylor Swift. I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. I wasn't able to be funny in this moment. I was blacking out. Um, I turn around and I 
turn to like drive away and I'm like flooring it because I'm so afraid in this moment and then that's when he decides to get back in his car and he follows me for half a second um, and he was like riding my ass and I really thought he was gonna try and like rear end me I thought he was gonna like do a hit and run whilst driving and just like rear end me and then leave um so that was terrifying And I was also fully prepared for like this, the half a second that he was following me, I was like fully prepared to go like drive to the police station, which is like what you're supposed to do if someone's following you. And I was just like, oh my God, how was this my life? I felt like I was in like a high speed car chase again for all of probably 10 seconds, but that's enough for me. Like I'm all set. Uh, So he ended up like peeling off down like a side street and then I pulled into a parking lot and I had a full-blown panic attack. I was shaking. I was sobbing. I've never ever had something like that happen to me and I was just like losing my mind. It was like the scariest thing Um, and then yeah that was (laughs) that was pretty much that. It was not a really fun way to start my morning. I'm not going to lie. And then I drove home and I had to go like this whole long way home because I didn't want to drive that same direction. And then I was like terrified too because I I was able to kind of like register what kind of car it was, but not fully. And so then I was terrified that I was going to see this car again. And so every time I was like driving by another car, I was like kind of like ducking because I was afraid that it was going to be him. So yeah, that was definitely without a shadow of a doubt, the valley of my week, like no questions asked. Absolutely horrible. Um, I, I definitely do think, luckily, I like I did the right thing. Like I was able to, you know, get myself out of that situation. But just so scary. And I was like, oh my God, what if there had been another car behind me? Like I wouldn't have been able to back up. Like I would have been literally stuck there. Then what would he have done? Like, oh, just so scary. But (laughs) anyways, uh, moving on my pass the ox song of the week is getaway car by Taylor Swift for obvious reasons. Okay. It's just like kind of feeling and fitting with the current moment. Um, and it kind of, you know, comedy helps me make light of any kind of traumatic situation that I have to endure. So that was, that's been helpful for me personally. I think we're going to skip traffic report for this week because I want to get into the kind of drama that unraveled when I ask people for their unpopular opinions on my Instagram. So I, whenever I ask a question for the podcast, I post it on the podcast Instagram and I always like prioritize those answers and responses. Um, but I always ask it on my main Instagram too, just because I have you know, more followers on there. So it just makes sense to get as many responses as possible because I never know how many responses I'm going to get. Um, so I, I just posted like a question box on my story asking for unpopular opinions. And what, what I wasn't expecting was for people to give me their most controversial opinion and their most controversial thoughts that they've ever had in their entire life. Like that is not what I was kind of going for. I was expecting people to be like, Oh, I don't like birthday cake. Or I don't know, like chocolate is bad. Like that's what I was expecting. And instead I got some of like some, some of like the most like vile thoughts that like human beings have. And that's me being kind of dramatic, kind of. A lot of it was just like gross, horrid misogyny, like textbook, textbook, textbook misogyny. And it's just like, I've talked about it a little bit on here before, but my um, 
demographic and audience on Instagram is like so, so, so vastly different than my demographic on TikTok. And that's always kind of a jump scare for me whenever I have to like come face to face with it, which like isn't frequently, you know, I think uh, the people on my Instagram, they like my list videos. They like, they think I'm funny. That's great. And I love that. Um, But then when I am actually asking them for like feedback or asking them for responses to questions, I'm like, oh my God, this is just like not at all what I was expecting. Um, like I had a lot of classic and kind of (laughs) also, I think a lot of people that follow me on Instagram, and this is not, this is a genuine thought that I've been having. I do think that they hate me to some degree, genuinely, genuinely, genuinely. Um, cause okay. Also I post on TikTok. If you follow me on TikTok, I post a lot more, I guess I don't even like this word, but I post a lot more political things you could say. And I don't think it's political in any way, shape, or form. It's just me like advocating for human rights, which shouldn't be political at all. And also just like talking about like feminism, like very, very, very broadly, like not getting into nitty gritty, but it's just kind of like become a common theme on my TikTok. And that's great. And it's very, very well received on there. Um, But I don't post any of those videos on my Instagram, mostly because they're not really funny and like lighthearted and I don't think that they would do well on Instagram. Um, but also I think because of that, my Instagram audience is so different and they don't share a lot of the same beliefs that I have. Um, that being said, I do post a lot on my Instagram about like Taylor Swift and I post a lot of like year of the Barbie movie stuff. So it's kind of, you can get the vibe, you know, the vibe is definitely there. Um, and a lot of people I had just posted like the day before this, I had just posted no, probably. Okay. A few days before I had posted that Beyonce was at Taylor's movie premiere and like how iconic that was. And I posted it on my Instagram story and I was like two of our world leaders, like love. I don't even know what I said, something like that. And then like, then I post like, what are your unpopular opinions? And so many people Taylor Swift is bad. Beyonce is bad. And I just like feel like they want to piss me specifically off, which is like, why are you, (laughs) why are you following me? If you like have a vendetta and like, you want to piss me off because some of them were like very, very targeted. And I'm like, you, it's kind of seeming like you just hate me, which is totally fine. But then like kindly see yourself out. Like, what are you doing? Um, and then (laughs) that there was like, a couple of like rogue comments that I ended up having to go and like block people because it was just gross, gross, vile stuff. Um, but then there was one that I did respond to that was, I don't think women should vote. Okay. Now here's the thing, because a lot of people, I did repost this one to my story because I, I had some choice words, obviously. Um, but some people were replying to me and they're like, no, like this person was definitely kidding. Like this was definitely a joke. Like, And they were trying to make it as if like, okay, you're being dramatic because this person was joking. And first of all, um, jokes are supposed to be funny. Let's just start there. There's nothing inherently funny about that. And also I think it's because people like can't wrap their head around the fact that like there are people that actually have that deranged of a mindset, but that does exist. Like those people exist. And I obviously went to this guy's account to like see you know, cause if it was like a, I don't know, I feel like you can get a read on a person and I was able to, because he was an old man and he posted a lot of 
political stuff that seemed to be in line with um, someone who wouldn't think that women should have the right to vote. So I blocked him, obviously, but I made this whole response being like, if this is a belief system that you have, like, actually get away from me. Like, this this is no place for you. So tried and truly. Um, And I had this... (laughs) I had a girl reply to me on my story and she was like, honestly, as a woman, like I agree. And she was like so dead serious and wrote out like all of her reasoning, which was just that, you know, men can make more rational decisions than women because they're less emotional. And like, I'm just not going to get into it right now at all. Um, But it was a disheartening day for me. It like fully ruined my day that people were just like seeing so flagrantly and like overtly people be kind of hateful and that like I said totally not what I was expecting when I asked for unpopular opinions and so that was just kind of like so jarring for me and also what I what I've been able to surmise because going forward when I talk about the actual unpopular opinions I'm gonna weed out a lot of the bad ones like the really really bad ones like the mean ones but what I've gathered is just people want to feel different so bad. They want to be different so, so, so bad. And so when they see really popular and well-liked things, they want to be the contrarian. They want to be the odd one out because they want to feel special and unique and different. And and I'm, that's not to say that like if something's popular and you don't like it, like you're being a pick me. Like I, everyone has their own tastes and their own preferences. Like I totally get it. Like if you say to me like, oh, I don't really like pumpkin spice lattes I'm not gonna like oh like you're starting to pick like I get it I totally get it everyone has their own opinions and is entitled to them but it just it it becomes so evident that people just want to be different so bad and the thing is is like hating on something that is so popular right like a Taylor Swift a Beyonce a pumpkin spice latte but like having this visceral hatred for something that's so popular that in and of itself is unoriginal do you know what I mean? It's like, okay, that, that doesn't make you different. That makes you just a hater. That just makes you obstinate. Like that doesn't make you like this, like cool, unique, different, mysterious person. It just makes you like a really, really negative person. And again, I'm not saying that you can't, like you can fully not like Taylor Swift and still be a great person. Like I, I don't want that to make it sound like that's what I'm saying. But I, I just think that these people that have such a like passion for hating on things that they know make other people happy, it's just so tired. And that was kind of like my general, my general thesis after reading these unpopular opinions. Anyways, without further ado, let's dive in. I wanted to start with my one and only unpopular opinion that I have for this episode because I've talked about mine in the past episodes that I've done. So, and I honestly couldn't remember what I've said and what I haven't said, but there's one that came to mind because there's this TikTok, there's this dance going around on TikTok. I don't even know what this song is, but it's very like, it's very fast paced and jumpy. And, um, I've seen a couple people do the dances like on my for you page. And first of all, let me just say anyone who can dance, like you were so incredibly talented. Like I have so much respect for anyone that is like good at dancing. Like I think that is such a cool talent to have, but I saw this one video of this girl doing this dance and she like was killing it. Like it was, she was moving so fast. Like I didn't even know 
like I didn't even know that human limbs could move at that speed. It was like truly miraculous. And all of the comments were like, oh my God, you're so talented. Like you killed it. Like you crushed it. And then I was thinking, okay, the line between just moving really, really fast and being a quote unquote good dancer is so thin. It is so thin because sometimes I see videos where people are just kind of like dancing spastically and kind of how if I were if I were to like imitate a really good like hip hop dancer, I would have no literally no clue what to do with any any of my body parts at, at all that I think I would just start moving really fast and kind of aggressively and and it wouldn't look good but it would be fast. Do you know what I mean? Like it would just be like spastic and fast and it wouldn't be visually appealing in any way, shape or form. But I think the line between just dancing really fast and dancing really well is, is just almost non-existent because sometimes I do see people on my for you page dancing like a maniac, right? They're being kind of maniacal in their dance, in their dance form. And I'm like, oh, this is, this can't be considered good in the world of dance, right? And again, I am no one to judge. I want to make that very clear. But then I go to the comments and people are like, wow, this ate. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so confused. What is good when it comes to, I guess it's just beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And that is always true. Um, but yeah, that's my, that's my one unpopular opinion that I have to contribute. Now let's get into yours and let's see. Let's see who we're agreeing with and who we're disagreeing with. Okay, this person said sleeping with socks on is superior. Now, here's the thing. I used to think sleeping with socks on was probably one of the most like divisive topics you could ever bring up. Like I thought people are so incredibly, it's so black and white. You either love sleeping with socks on and you do it all the time or you actually hate it so much and you think it's kind of psychopathic. And I used to be in that camp that it was psychopathic. Recently, however, my feet have been so cold, literally so cold. I don't know what, like, should I see a doctor actually? Maybe there's just like not enough blood circulation in my feet for some reason. All of a sudden, suddenly my feet are freezing and I've been wearing, I need to get like really, I need to get fuzzy socks, like cozy socks because, um, I just, my feet are always cold, but I took a nap a few days ago and I was, I had been wearing socks. So I just like kept my socks on while I took my nap and it wasn't, it wasn't horrible. I think it just has to be when it's, when it's cold, you want to be cozy. And so keeping socks on your feet while you're sleeping because you're cold. I think that that makes sense. I definitely wouldn't do it year round and it's not something I'm like seeking out, but there are times when I'm like, my feet are just like so cold. I absolutely need to. Um, so I kind of agree with you. I don't think it's superior, but I do think it's necessary sometimes. And I don't, I don't hate it. I don't have as much of like a vitriolic hatred for it. Um, and that is growth at the end of the day. Okay. This person said turtlenecks literally slay. Is that an unpopular opinion? I love turtlenecks. Turtlenecks are part of like my staple outfit when it's cold out. I wear jeans and like a black turtleneck and then some sort of jacket, preferably leather. That's my go-to fall slash winter outfit. Um, And I just think it always looks, it's just like a good silhouette. You know what I mean? So I love, I love turtlenecks. I didn't know that was an unpopular opinion. I didn't know I was in the minority. I guess I'm just, I guess I'm just kind of different. 
Please know that that was an ironic callback. That was not me being serious. Thank you so much. Um, Not everyone should be allowed an opinion if their opinion is just to be hateful. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Also, you don't get to call your hateful opinion like unpopular. Like, no, you just need to seek treatment. Like you are just unwell. You're just not a good person. It's not like you're quirky because you have this unpopular opinion. You just like hate people like you know what I mean it's there's such a there's such a fine line there um okay next up we have watching a movie at home is better than seeing it at the theater I generally speaking agree like if given the choice I would watch a movie at home and I think it's just like cozier and I I can't emphasize enough in this episode apparently how much I love being cozy but like I would way rather curl up on the couch with a blanket and like watch a movie then have to like go out in public and go to the movies but I will say that it is a fun thing to do every once in a while but it's not something that I like love doing do you know what I mean like for the Barbie movie it was a whole thing and I like loved it and I was so excited and I think it made the experience better having seen it in the theaters but I think generally speaking if I just wanted to like watch a movie the theaters aren't necessary aren't really necessary you know what I mean uh this one says everyone and anyone can have my data if I can still use TikTok I fully agree with you wholeheartedly also let me be clear I definitely have a lack of knowledge on the topic of like privacy and data what is it that they think they're able to access via my TikTok that is like so juicy and so beneficial for them genuinely I don't I don't understand they already have access to like our entire internet via the cookies like I don't understand what kind of great information they're being able to to get through my TikTok that would harm me in any way shape or form like it's okay it's just me you know what I mean it's it's the same energy for me personally as those people who thought that the COVID vaccine was like an implant to uh, try and like track you and it's like I don't know why Bob from Kansas thinks that the government is like so highly interested in his whereabouts. Like who do you think you are that you think government entities care about you? Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. Like what are they going to do with my TikTok? Like I don't understand. What are they going to do? And I I know it's not like the TikTok itself. It's like the data that they're able to farm through my TikTok. I don't I don't understand what is so inherently valuable about that. Um, And you can like you can have at it, I guess. I really don't see how that would affect me in any way, shape or form. And I would love to kind of also circle back to the fact where I said I don't have much knowledge on this particular topic. So kind of take everything that I'm saying with a with a gigantic grain of salt. Um, This one says Chinese food is horrible. I so strongly disagree with you. I love Chinese food. Um, I definitely would say I like Thai food better. But I love Chinese food. I think what it comes down to is there are really, really great Chinese food restaurants and there's really, really bad Chinese food restaurants. And I think that makes all the difference. It really is like a trial and error type of situation. But so is it with it's that way with every restaurant, right? Like there's good Italian restaurants and bad Italian restaurants. And I feel like maybe maybe you just haven't had good Chinese food. Also, there's a Chinese food restaurant near me that we go to sometimes. And, you know, most of the time with Chinese food, you're getting takeout. But there's a restaurant near me that we have gone and sat down a few times at this Chinese restaurant. And it's definitely so much better to eating it in the restaurant than it is as takeout. 
it's just like so much more fresh. So maybe try eating some Chinese food fresh in the restaurant. Maybe go sit down at a Chinese restaurant. Also, you didn't ask for my advice, but here I am giving it anyways. Um, okay. The world would be a better place without cilantro in it. Like you just have that gene. It's just the gene there. It is genetic whether or not cilantro tastes like soap to you. I am so truly blessed that I don't have that gene. And so I personally love cilantro. I don't think Mexican food would be the same without cilantro. And I love Mexican food. So that would be really sad for me if it didn't have cilantro in it. Cilantro lime rice is just like the best thing ever. And like guacamole is not the same without cilantro at all, obviously. Um, I I strongly, strongly disagree with you. But I, I do know that it's probably because it tastes like soap for you. So I understand where you're coming from fully. This person said Sundays are good. Is that unpopular? I mean, I I get it because of like the Sunday scaries and it's like you start to dread like the week and going back to work. I love Sundays. I've always loved Sundays. They're like the coziest day. Um, I think because on like Friday night and Saturday and Saturday night, it's like, oh, you should have plans. That's what's that's what they want you to think. That's what society tells you. Right. It's like you should have plans and you should be out and doing things. Um, and then I think Sundays are for for rest. Sundays are days of rest. And I love that. I love a cozy rest day. Uh, Chick-fil-A is overrated. I, listen, I don't disagree. I think it's, eh, I do think it's really good though. So maybe it's just kind of rated. You know what I mean? I think there's like no other restaurant that I can think of, no other fast food restaurant that has as good of like chicken as Chick-fil-A, which is by the way, their specialty. So in case you didn't know that, um, so I would say that it's kind of it's kind of accurately rated in terms of fast food chicken restaurants. Like I, I haven't had KFC in so long, but I don't ever have memories of it being like so amazing. I think something about like Chick-fil-A chicken tastes really um, fresh almost. You know what I mean? It doesn't taste, it doesn't have that like kind of classic fast food, this feels fake when it comes to the meat, you know what I mean? And so that, for that reason, I think it's, it's probably pretty accurately rated because it doesn't have that same like gross fast food feel, you know? Um, this person said cake is overrated. There are way better desserts we should put on birthdays. I agree. I've never really been a cake person. I love dessert though. I love it a lot. I love cheesecake. So I guess I like that kind of, of cake. I like, um, cookies are probably my favorite dessert ever. Like homemade chocolate chip cookies. You can't go wrong. Uh, ice cream cake is good too, though. I will say that I even will take a pie. There are so many different things and cake. A lot of times it's like, if you get it from somewhere, it's like dry by the time you eat it, which is always a bummer. I also personally have never liked frosting. I think I like cream cheese frosting. I think regular frosting is like too sweet and it's always so much. There's always like a mound of frosting and that's never really been, been it for me. Um, but I agree. I definitely am not, not a cake person. And I don't know why that's, I mean, because it's birthday cake, like I get it, but like usually we can have birthday cookies, birthday brownies. I love brownies. Oh, brownies are so good. No, I'm craving them. Um, the whole politically correct gender pronoun thing drives me insane. Okay, I'll keep this short and sweet. If inclusivity drives you insane, 
that's something you should really reflect on. Also, I think generally speaking, um, pronouns have been so blown out of proportion by media outlets to kind of make it this entire culture war when it really isn't made a big deal by the people that it directly affects. Uh, Like I have she, her in my bio. That is literally something that I don't even think about. And when I see it in other people's bio, I just like, I, I see it and it doesn't affect me unless I have to address them, in which case I just use whatever pronouns they're asking me to use because that is not hard. And also, if this is your genuine philosophy, chances are you do not associate yourself with people where this would ever be an issue you would come across in real life. So I think letting it drive you insane is probably a waste of your energy. Anyways, this person said weddings are a waste of money. I kind of agree because people they I think wedding culture in general isn't it insane how far we've come with like weddings because at one point they were probably so simple and like so basic and then they've just become this whole entire industry where it's it they're so expensive every single thing about a wedding is so expensive and I want to say I obviously I get it like you want your wedding to be perfect you want to have this like amazing beautiful wedding you want it to be the best day of your life I totally get it I'm not judging people at all and I will definitely have spend way too much money on my wedding fully I already know that but it is just like so crazy how I feel like they've evolved so much and they definitely are they definitely are way too much money and it's really sad because it's it's just a day of your life it is one day and I Again, I, I see both sides to this fully. I, I agree. And I also disagree. Because <laughs> they, they're a waste of money in the sense that like it's over in a day. But also like if you want it to be the best day of your life and you like, which I think also that's so much pressure to put on a singular day of your life. You know what I mean? I just feel like that's setting yourself up for disappointment. Not that it won't, <laughs> not that it won't be like a beautiful, happy day, but to like put so, so, so much pressure on it feels that feels like uh, you're you're going to get upset. Do you know what I mean? But from the bottom of my heart, what do I know? I don't. I don't know anything. This person said friends is very overrated. And this was a very common one that I saw a lot of. And I want to say, or a lot of people actually said friends isn't funny. And I want to say, I agree. I don't think friends is funny. And I do think it's overrated. But... It is like the most textbook comfort show ever. I've been rewatching Friends recently. I don't know if I said this on here before, but I w- I've been rewatching Friends recently because for me, shows are seasonal, right? Like there's certain shows that I watch in the fall, winter, spring, and summer. And like Friends is like a textbook fall show. And I watch it like almost every fall, especially because it has all the like Thanksgiving episodes, which I love. Um, and I've been rewatching it. And it is just like the coziest, comfiest show. Like, I just love it. Nothing really bad ever happens in it. It feels so like it's a it's a show you would put on after a scary movie to like calm you down kind of and to like comfort you. And I think that is that's what I like about it. I don't think it's funny and I'm not like this is the best show in the world, but I do think it is comforting. So that's why that's why I watch it. And I feel like that's probably true for a lot of people because, and I am a big sitcom person. And I think generally speaking, sitcoms are very comforting. Um, like I've watched the office like 352 times and granted, I do think the office is funny as well, but I, um, 
I think something about Friends in particular feels more comforting than some other shows, than some other sitcoms that I also find comforting, if that makes sense. Okay, this person said it's okay to be the crazy ex sometimes. Listen, if you're in a situation where it's okay for you to be the crazy ex, chances are you're not the crazy one. Do you know what I mean? Chances are you were put in a position where you were forced to be crazy. And so in that case, you are always just justified and vindicated, in my opinion, personally. Um, I don't like traveling. Interesting. I think a lot of people don't like traveling because it's like stressful. Packing is stressful. Flying is stressful. Or if you're driving somewhere and you have to like drive really far, that can be stressful. And then also for me, one thing that I don't love about traveling is just like feeling like I'm not in my own space. You know what I mean? Like something, sometimes when I'm in hotels, it like freaks me out. I'm like, ew, other people have slept in this bed. Like that kind of freaks me out sometimes. And also depending on like where you're traveling and how long you're there for, I sometimes hate that I don't feel like settled in a place you know, like I don't like living out of a suitcase. That's not really my vibe. So I kind of get where you're coming from, but I, I do unfortunately like traveling. So I do, I do kind of persevere. Um, Nutella is overrated. I saw this one a lot too, which is so interesting because I haven't thought of Nutella in so long. I, I guess I agree, but I don't think I see many people talk about it enough that I'm like, oh, it's, it's like so talked about it's so hyped up like years ago I would have said probably it was overrated but I feel like it's the hype has kind of died down and I think it's good in in certain situations like I used to really like it but I had it in um in where I was in Charleston and they had there was this place that made crepes and I would get it with Nutella and strawberries and bananas and that is amazing and that is like irreplaceable there's nothing you could replace Nutella with that would make that crepe taste better in my opinion um but it's definitely like a that's really the only circumstance where I would ever want it you know what I mean okay I also saw a couple people say that they hate cream cheese and they think cream cheese is overwhelming and overrated and also noted here the most vile thing on earth this is like has to be the thing that I most strongly disagree with ever I love cream cheese in every circumstance. I love cream cheese. And I'm curious, like, do you ever eat bagels? Like, what do you, do you put butter on a bagel? Do you get like a bagel sandwich? I'm genuinely curious because for me, my favorite thing in the entire world is a bagel with cream cheese. Uh, Your newborn baby is literally ugly and I do not want to see a picture of it. This definitely depends on the person for sure. Like random people trying to show you pictures of their baby. It's just read the room no one, no one cares. Also, I think generally speaking, we need to be kind of made aware that no one cares. I think it's true with like baby pictures, but with also, also with dogs, pictures of your dog. And, and listen, I love dogs. I think they're so cute. I have only met one dog that I didn't like. It was a golden doodle. I don't want to talk about it, but I, love dogs and like if I go to someone's house and they have a dog I'm I'm petting the dog I'm loving this dog right but like generally speaking I don't think people care about other people's dogs like it's just not it's one of those things where it's like I love my dog and I love the dogs when I'm in their presence but other than that like I don't care do you know what I mean and I I really do feel like that maybe that makes me I hate her but I just I can't I can't bring myself to care, unfortunately. 
uh euphoria isn't that good of a show that's interesting that is an interesting take i think what it is is it's a very kind of like dark show and it's very different than a lot of other shows that exist i feel like i think that's kind of the allure of it was that it's so um and it's also like so hbo you know what i mean and i think that also kind of just like brings it to a new level and like makes people respect it more but i only really like euphoria because everyone else likes euphoria and i like to participate in discourse when everyone else is participating in discourse and yeah so i mean like i guess i i think the plot lines are like they have pretty interesting character i think it's an interesting show you know what i mean i think it's um like it tackles a lot of topics and like situations that I don't think a lot of other shows do. So for that reason, I think it's good, I guess. Okay. Also got a lot of college is overrated. College is a waste of money. And I totally agree. I totally agree wholeheartedly. I think most people now go to college, uh, like undergrad specifically, just because it feels like what you should be doing. Um, and they get degrees in something that they like maybe want to work in. But a lot of the times I think people just get degrees in, in things that they're like, this should work, right? Like they don't necessarily have like an undying interest in it. Like I, I, I changed my major a lot in college. I started, I applied to college as a poli sci major. And then before I even started, I switched to education Um, And in the state of Massachusetts, you have to be, if you're an education major, you also have to be a double major with a liberal arts major. So I was an ed major and an English major. And then I switched, no, I dropped education after a year, switched to marketing, kept my English major. So I was a double major in English and marketing. And I ended up only being able to graduate with a marketing degree, which pisses me off so much to this day because I basically went through like the entirety of the English degree curriculum, but, (laughs) but I didn't get it anyways. Um, it was because of like courses and credits and stuff like that. So annoying, but I got a marketing degree. And so I had to go through all of the business, um, like the core business requirements. So I took accounting classes and finance classes and I took like a business business ethics class. I took a business law class, um, all of like the standard classes that you have to go through as a business major. And for the most part, none of them would ever even pertain to anything that I would pursue as a marketing major, uh, which was I like, I get why they do it to give you like a well-rounded education in the business field. But like, it's come on. I'm never going to be using managerial accounting as I'm, as someone with a marketing degree. And then when I actually ended up taking like super specific marketing classes, it was definitely interesting, but I think everything is so outdated, so incredibly outdated. And then I went to work as a social media manager and pretty much all of the, everything that I used there was from experience or also I mean in my job specifically I I think I was good at it because of my uh personality and my sense of humor but I also just feel like generally speaking if you 
say you get a degree and I don't, I don't even know what you would get uh, anything. And then you go start a job. Like they will train you or they should be training you if they're, if they're a good company and you have a good boss, like you will get trained in how to do your job specifically. And you will never learn that in college. Like in college, they aren't going to walk you through what you would be doing because every single job is so different. And every single job description is so different that it's like, they can give you like the very, 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 very basic high level kind of information. But I find that that's typically not even useful because of how generic it is. You know, like I don't use anything from college at all. And my, my favorite classes from college were English classes. And honestly, I do think studying English and having to write a lot of papers and do all of that stuff. I think those skills are more beneficial to me now than anything I learned in any of my business classes. If I'm speaking my truth, which I always do, of course, um, I fully agree. College is so overrated. It's so fucking expensive. It's so, it's just like, it feels more, more so just like a time filler in between being so young when you graduate high school to like entering the real world. That's kind of how I feel. It's just like a really expensive way to spend four years, but it's, Ugh, it's so annoying because you feel like you have to do it because you feel like you won't get a good job if you don't do it, but you really don't learn much and you're just spending a lot of money. That's, uh, it's such a, such a broken system. Love that. This is so fun and uplifting. Let's, let's move on to a fun one. I also saw a lot of people saying that there should be an age cutoff for driving. And I, I agree. I once again agree. I think a lot of older people are hazards on the road and not only not even if they're like bad drivers or they're driving really slow and it's kind of dangerous but it's also like unsafe for them if they have compromised you know vision or hearing that's not a good situation to be driving in uh just that's just kind of like a fact I would say um but also it is hard because some people, they, some older people, they don't have an alternative. If they don't have other people in their life, now this is making me depressed, but like, how do they get places? So like, I agree with you, but it's also just kind of a sad thought spiral that I I could go down. Um, Cinnamon rolls are nasty. That is just, again, it's it's just a personal preference, but I, I think you are objectively wrong. I'm so sorry. The customer is almost never right. Well, uh, do I agree with that? No, I understand that like the concept of like the customer is always right. It's a tricky one. And if you've worked in a customer service role before, you, you would understand that, that it's just so much more nuanced than that, you know? And even in circumstances where the customer is wrong, we've just empowered the customer so much that they cannot accept that fate. They will never see themselves as being wrong, which is unfortunate. But also I like to say that if the customer is wrong, that's so above your pay grade. And so it's just kind of like not your problem at the end of the day. Uh, that's when you call a manager and you say, Hey, you can deal with this, not me, because I, I'm not going to be the one to tell this customer that they are wrong. And also people are so annoying. Oh, people are so annoying. I'm going to be doing a retail horror stories episode. Did I already put that out? I don't think I did. Um, 
another great reminder to follow the podcast Instagram because I'll be asking for more specific stories in the coming weeks, which I'm really excited about. So you will have your chance. And I'm really excited to read the retail horror stories. Uh, Eating half an avocado is lame. No one wants the other half from the fridge. Eat it all at once. I totally agree with you that no one wants the other half. No one wants the other half unless you're eating it right there in that moment. No one wants that other half. It just doesn't taste as good. It gets brown. It's just never, it's never the thing that you want it to be. And it's, it's just bad. Also something about like cold avocado, I think. Because if you're having like avocado toast, I'm not wanting to put cold avocado on that. You know what I mean? Uh, Winter is a hundred times better than summer. That is interesting. And that is definitely a unpopular opinion. I'm curious though as to where this person lives because if they live somewhere where winter isn't really bad, then it's like, okay, that that's making sense. Or maybe you, you like love skiing or snowboarding. That makes sense too. I don't know. I don't know you, but that is definitely unpopular. Pickleball sucks. That's interesting. I wouldn't say pick, I've played pickleball maybe twice, but in my life, And when I first went to play pickleball and I was like learning the rules, I realized how many rules there are. That was jarring for me. I thought it was going to be like a really simple, straightforward game. And like it is, I feel like I'm making it sound like it's like really, really intense and elaborate and it certainly isn't, but it, it was a lot more um, involved than I thought it was going to be. And then when I went back to play it the second time, I had forgotten all of the rules I, but I like the idea of like going to, I think with so many things, people like the idea of something way more than they actually like doing the thing. So it's like, oh, it's fun to go hang out with your friends and go play pickleball. And maybe what they actually like is going and hanging out with their friends, or maybe they go and spend time with their family while they play pickleball. And I think a lot of the times that's probably what is the most appealing thing about it. And pickleball is just sort of the medium, you know what I mean? Uh, really attractive people are not as interesting as medium ugly people. That is not an unpopular opinion. That is a fact. They just have never had to be interesting or had a personality. And that's true at the end of the day. And so you are correct. Children shouldn't be allowed in public except at like Chili's and only from Wednesday to Friday. I would say Monday to Wednesday, actually Wednesday to Friday. That would be kind of, uh, crazy but I'm kidding obviously children should be allowed in public I do think though sometimes people are not great at controlling their children in public and that can just kind of ruin an experience for so many other people and I obviously have sympathy for parents of children that are insane um and it's like so it's you are so brave truly but I do think sometimes in certain situations it's like okay you need to really you need to really get a hold of your child here because they're causing a scene and that's not that's just like not okay or when when kids are like running through stores and like genuinely wreaking havoc it's like you know that's no come on like I think we have to normalize drawing the line somewhere you know um Okay. Don't enjoy going to the hairdresser. I get this. I think I feel the same way about getting my nails done. I love the final product. And honestly, like going there and like picking out a nail color or like talking to the hairdresser and like getting excited about like what your hair is going to look like. That's fun. It just takes so long that I don't enjoy it. 
I really don't. But maybe you just don't like, maybe you don't like your hairdresser. I like my hairdresser, so that's not really a problem for me, luckily. Okay, this person said tall guys are overrated. I I know what you're talking about because I think we have, as a society, put tall guys on such a pedestal, on such a really tall six foot two pedestal that that it's kind of like this misconception that like tall guys are amazing and it's like no they are at the end of the day just tall and just guys and they are really truly just just people too so I get I get what you're saying I totally get what you're saying that being said I still like tall guys. Like that's just like kind of never going to change, unfortunately for me. This person said that ranch is nasty and I, I like ranch, but I'm not like a ranch girl. And I think we as a society have taken ranch way too far, like way too far. It's good. I like ranch with um like chicken wings. Sure. I would never, I would pretty much never do anything else with ranch l- literally at all. I can't think of another circumstance where I would be needing to incorporate ranch into the equation. I don't even like it on salads. Like there's just so many other salad dressings that I would prefer. I can't, I'm, I've never been a ranch with pizza girl. I, I just think it, it has gone too far. And the people that like ranch, it is, it is their entire personality. And it's gone to like such an extreme that I think that is, it is nasty the way that some people use ranch I agree I think people are abusing ranch if I'm being honest um okay I it was funny I had a few people say Pete Davidson is so hot and a few people say Pete Davidson is so ugly so I'm so confused because if these are unpopular opinions which is the truth which is the general consensus among the public I have no idea this person said that Olive Garden breadsticks are overrated here's the thing I actually, I like Olive Garden breadsticks. One thing I will say though, is I think Olive Garden itself is overrated. I went to Olive Garden over the summer and I got breadsticks and I also love their salad. Something about their salad dressing is so fucking good. And their lettuce is always like nice and crispy and it's, it just tastes really, it's a really good salad. Love their breadsticks, love their salad. When it came time to order an entree, I was like, I don't know. I don't know what is good here at Olive Garden when it comes to like an actual meal. I can't even remember what I got. It was some pasta dish, but I remember thinking this pasta is not great, obviously. You know, the the entree itself was was okay. Also, I had eaten so many breadsticks and salad at that point that I like wasn't really eating I wasn't needing to eat that much of my actual meal but it was that was fine I think if you took away the breadsticks no one would like Olive Garden and I really do believe that okay this person said eye bags on men are hot and then they also they they submitted another thing that said men that look sleep deprived and a little plague riddled are hot here's the thing the double standards of our world are so annoying Women get Botox. They literally get injections into their face so that they don't have bags under their eyes. They spend hundreds of dollars on eye cream and moisturizers just for someone to say, eye bags on men are hot. Like, it's just like so annoying. It, it is so annoying. Society is annoying. I'm not saying this person is annoying. Like, I get what you're saying. You like sickly looking men and that's great for you. I'm like really happy for you that you have a type um, that makes, that makes things so much easier for you, but it, that is just like also inherently annoying. 
This person said love languages. The whole concept is stupid. Doesn't everyone need them all? Okay, I totally agree. I, as a human being, definitely need all of the love languages. But I think it's important to know that there's different ways to express your love for someone so that you don't feel like a person doesn't love you just because they're expressing it in a way that is different from the way that you express it. Like, I think that as a concept is actually really helpful. So I kind of, I actually fully disagree with you, but I also, I know what you mean. Cause it's like, if some person's love language is like acts of service, but then they never spend time with you (laughs) and don't give you any words of affirmation. Like that's not, that's not really helpful. Like I understand what you're saying, but I do think overall it's beneficial to know. I saw a lot of people also say that making your birthday like into an entire week-long celebration or kind of just like going over the top for your own birthday is a no-go and I totally and completely wholeheartedly agree with that I have never been a big birthday person honestly for myself I've never I don't think I've ever really done anything for my birthday in in my like adult life ever and like I'll like go out to dinner with my family or my friends or something but like that's really it Um, and when other people make a big deal about their birthdays, cause having a party, sure. Great. Like having like a doing something for your birthday. I obviously think that's fun and you know, you should be able to celebrate your birthday, but turning it into like an entire weekend or an entire, like having a trip or doing something that just is so over the top, it's insane to expect other people to want to spend money on your birthday in that fashion. I think there's like a max capacity that we kind of reach in terms of birthday celebrations with like what is socially acceptable to ask of others to do for your birthday. Does that make sense? Okay, last one. I miss having to wear masks because I didn't have to worry about what my face was doing at at ridiculous people. I fully agree with that. Also, just like not having to worry about what your face looks like. If you're like out running errands and you like look horrible, it's like whatever. I can cover up half of my face. I... I miss that as well. The convenience of that. I also, I think I've talked about this before, but I miss having to stand six feet apart from people in um, like lines in stores. Like where I live, they used to put these like stickers on the floor to like show you where you should be standing in relation to other people. And that was really nice. And I liked that, especially because nowadays people stand so close to me and I'm like, I get off of me, get off of me. I remember last Christmas time I was in, I think it was like TJ Maxx or home goods or something. And those were just like notorious for having like the longest lines. And there was a man behind me. And a lot of people also have carts in that store. So like that naturally is like a buffer between you and the person in front of you. But I had a cart and the guy behind me did not. And he was literally standing on top of me. And he was hacking up his lung. He was so fucking ill. I I would have gone into my own pocket to cover his copay to go see a medical professional at that point in time. This man was so sick and was not wearing a mask and was so close to me. And which is just also, that's so fucking rude. That is so fucking rude to inflict that on another human being. Like you do not need to be in home goods. Guess what? You don't need to be in home goods. If we had been in like a grocery store or something that you are at a pharmacy, if we were at CVS or something like that, then I'd be like, okay, I get that you at least have to be in this store for 
some sort of like necessary good. Why do you have to be in home goods right now? You just don't go home. Why are you here? That's inherently selfish and kind of really icky. It was also like, I'm like, if he's buying Christmas presents, like, have you heard of the internet? You can online shop and not get so many other people sick. Like that's just really not that hard. Also, if you are sick and you are like that contagious, he was so, he, everything about him was contagious because he was just like spewing his, his germs out into the world. Just wear a fucking mask. It's not that hard. It is not that hard. If you were going to be causing a scene in public because of how sick you are, and that is like going to be alarming to anyone. I think especially since COVID, I am just like so alarmed by people being so sick in public. Like get the fuck away from me. Um, I, I just could not, I cannot stand that. I miss people standing far away from me. And I think I just got so used to people standing so far from me that now I'm like, you are so close to me. I'm hate, I'm hating every second of this. Um, Okay. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for those who wrote in normal, sane, unpopular opinions. Um, I'm curious if you agreed with with those who wrote in or with me. I would love to hear your feedback. Also, make sure you're following the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. And you can always leave a rating on Spotify and Apple. And you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts, which is really fun. I so appreciate anything that you guys do to support the podcast. It really, really, truly means the world to me and it helps me out a ton. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and I will chat with you next Monday. Bye.